0: name of the Lord is to be blessed and exalted and lifted high. May I invite you to lift up your hands to the Lord and by the very act of you lifting up your hands, we just declare God, we give you glory. By the lifting up of our hands, we glorify your name. We say all the, all the praise and dominion and worship and honor and reverence and thanksgiving and All of that belongs to you, Lord. We bow before you tonight as the great King of heaven, the one who rules and reigns over all. There is no one like our God in all of the heavens and the earth. There is simply no one like our God. We worship you as the great I Am. We worship you as the almighty God, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. The one who holds the worlds in his hands. And I thank you, Lord, for your work here tonight. We recognize you, Holy Spirit. I thank you that you are drawing people to you tonight. I thank you that hungry hearts are being satisfied. I thank you that thirsty souls have been experiencing the water and the rain of your spirit tonight. And we're just so grateful. Thank you for the rain. Thank you for the refreshing. Thank you for the spring refresh. Thank you for what you are doing, Lord. In Jesus' name. You may take your seats. You may take your seats. I... Uh, I really feel from the Lord that I need to give an opportunity for people to give their lives to the Lord Jesus Christ tonight. Now tonight that people would have an opportunity and some I believe would be for the very first time that they would actually make a stand and commit their lives to the Lord Jesus. So church, would you just be prayerful right now that people would respond to this prayer that I'm gonna pray in a moment's time, both here physically and also online as well. And uh, maybe the pulpit, if we can just slide it off to the side in the meantime. Folks, I wanna tell you that The decisions that you make in this life are truly important. The decisions that you make in this life. I want to ask you, how long do you think you're going to live for? How long do you... We don't really know. The Bible says that our our times are in the hands of the Lord. We don't really know. But, But most people... Don't get to a hundred, and 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 sometimes we are so cognizant of this world and what is happening around us that we forget there is an eternity to come which God has said a, an immense amount about. God has spoken through his word and given a lot of detail, and he is desiring that we would be ready. And you know that there were five foolish virgins and there were five wise virgins who were ready for the bridegroom. And you know, the five wise virgins, they had oil in their lamps. Some people have said that that oil refers to the Holy Spirit and it may. Uh, I believe primarily that oil refers to the spiritual life of Christ because if you have the spiritual life of Christ in you, you are ready at the drop of a hat, to meet your maker. So we don't know how long we're going to live for, but I want to tell you that the time for decision-making for Jesus Christ, eventually it comes to an end. And there is no point at which you can continue to ask because you would have left this life perhaps and not surrendered your life to Jesus. I want to tell you according to 1 John 5 verse 12, This answers the question of salvation. It says, he who has the Son, that's Jesus, has life. That is the truth. It doesn't matter what popular theology says or or popular religious ideas say. It doesn't matter what they say. It matters what the truth is. And the truth is, he who has the Son, Jesus, has life. You have the life of God that gets deposited in you the moment you bow your knee to Jesus and you become spiritually alive and you're taken out of your sin and you also receive the gift of eternal life. Which means that one day when you and I breathe our last breath, if Jesus hasn't come before that, in that moment that you breathe your last breath, you immediately are supernaturally translated into the presence of God. And it says, he who has the Son has life. You can have eternal life. He who has the Son has life. And so I'm asking you, have you received the Son? Because Jesus was given to us as a gift. But you know what? A gift has to be opened and unwrapped and received. Have you received the gift of salvation? Have you received the gift of His righteousness? He who has the Son has life. But it also goes on to say, He who does not have the Son of God does not have life. Some people think, well, I've lived a good life. I haven't murdered anybody. I'm sure I'll go to heaven. No, no, no. Good people don't go to heaven. Believers in Jesus Christ go to heaven. And so I want to tell you, folks, there is a reality. There is a hell to shun, and there is a heaven to gain. And that's why Jesus sent, That's why the Father sent Jesus, so that your sins could be paid for by His perfect blood. He could pay for the penalty of your sins, so that you wouldn't have to die, and you get Jesus' life, you get Jesus' righteousness, and you become a child of God. I don't know why anybody in their right mind would ever want to turn that down. I want to tell you Jesus is the way to eternal life. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except by me. I'm going to pray a prayer, which I'm going to invite all of us to pray uh, aloud after me, sentence by sentence. And this is a prayer either to, number one, Get saved. In other words, give your life to Jesus for the first time and get saved from death into eternal life. The same prayer is either to get saved or come back to God if you have fallen away from the Lord and perhaps backslidden, or thirdly, if you have to make sure of your salvation, because you say, John, as I sit here, I have no certainty. If I was to breathe my last breath in the next week, I have no certainty that I'll go to be with the Lord. But the Bible says that we can know that we have salvation and that we have it in Jesus Christ. And so this is a prayer to get saved, come back to God, or make sure of your salvation. Now, I'm going to invite you actually not to pray it out aloud, to just pray it in the quietness of your heart. Those people listening online, you pray this prayer as well. This is a prayer of salvation in Jesus Christ. Pray this quietly in your heart. And I I appeal to you, mean business with God now. Pray this in your heart quietly after me. Lord Jesus Christ, I need you in my life. You are the true living God, the only living God. I bow my knee before you, Jesus, and I surrender my life to you. Lord, please forgive me for my sin, things that I have done wrong. I'm truly sorry. But thank you for the blood of Jesus that was given for me. At the cross of Calvary, through your blood I have forgiveness. So Lord, wash me clean as I have confessed. Wash me clean right now. Make me a new creation. I open up my heart and I say, Jesus Christ, come into my heart. Come into my life. Be my Lord and be my Savior. I put my trust in you. And thank you that right now, that you give me the right and the privilege to become a child of God. And I am born again. I am a child of God because I've placed my faith in Jesus. Now, you can look up at me and um, I want to to ask that you would uh, have the boldness in a moment's time as as I look at your area, if you prayed that prayer, either to get saved, come back to God or make sure of your salvation, that you would just raise your hand and look at me and I'd like to just say thank you, thank you for each hand and acknowledge each hand. So this section... On my left-hand side, your right-hand side, if you prayed that prayer, either to get saved, come back to God, or make sure of your salvation, raise your hand unashamedly, and I'd like to acknowledge it. Thank you. Thank you. I see that hand. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It's wonderful. Anybody else in the section? The section on... The left-hand side, my right-hand side, if you prayed that prayer and you meant business with God, would you raise your hand? And I just want to acknowledge each hand. Thank you. 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 Wonderful. In the center section, if you prayed that prayer either to get saved, come back to God, or make sure of your salvation, would you raise your hand unashamedly? Thank you, thank you, thank you. Anybody else? Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Anybody else at the back there? I think I've covered everybody. I see those hands. Thank you very much. That is so wonderful. That is so wonderful. I just want to walk down off the stage for a moment. I would, I would very much like to do one more thing, and I, I promise you we will not embarrass you in any way. But you know what? There's a scripture that says that if you confess Jesus before man, Jesus says, I will acknowledge uh, you before my Father in heaven. It's a very interesting scripture. And so, in a moment's time, I'm gonna invite you. If if you prayed that prayer and raised your hand, that you would come out to the front and stand along the front here facing the stage. It's not to embarrass anybody. No, we also do want to put a, a book in your hand called Welcome into the Family of God. And we want to put that book in your hand. But think about this: taking a stand for Jesus is something to be incredibly proud of. Jesus died on a public hill on Golgotha at Calvary. He died publicly with His arms outstretched in love for you. And so I believe that it matters when we actually take a stand and say, I don't care what anybody thinks about me, but I'm giving my life to Jesus or I'm rededicating my life to Jesus. And so I want to say that as you will do this, you will be acknowledging God before man. Don't let the fear of man hold you back, but acknowledge God. And so I want to invite all those people that prayed that prayer to step out from the seat where you are. Um, and people won't mind you moving past them. They'll move your leg, their legs and so on. Pastors, would you just come and, come and stand down the front here. Wonderful. Come here. Come stand over here. Stand over here. And face, face this way. There we go. Awesome. Awesome. Come and stand over here. Anybody else? Wonderful. Come and stand. Anybody else? That's it. It takes boldness. It takes courage. Come on, church. Give them a big hand. Come on over here. You mean business with God. Just stand right over here. You mean business with God. Come stand right over here. Wonderful. Awesome. Awesome. Stand right over here. People are meaning business with God. Just carry on in the line there. Pastors help just form that line. Anybody else that wants to come, come right now. Anybody else that wants to come? That is wonderful. That is so wonderful. Wonderful. Awesome, bro. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Now, what did I say just now? I said, if you acknowledge me, Jesus says, before man, I will acknowledge you before the Father is in heaven. And you know what? Right now, as you've come and stood here, You've acknowledged Jesus in front of, let's say, 230 people or something like that. And this matters. Well done. Well done for taking a stand. Well done. This matters. It takes guts. And so I want to say, now, Jesus acknowledges you to the Father. It's a wonderful thing. This is a day of salvation. Put your hands together. Now. We have given you a book called Welcome into the Family of God. And this is a simple book to explain salvation to you. And so I'd like to encourage you, even if you rededicate your life to the Lord, that you read this within the next two days. It's quick and easy reading. So that you can understand with the Scriptures exactly what you have done. And what has happened right now is you've placed your faith in Jesus. I want to tell you, if you were to breathe your last breath tonight, it's not going to happen, I pray. <laughs> but if you were to breathe your last breath tonight, because you've placed your faith in Jesus, everything's different. You're assured that you have salvation in Jesus Christ. What an, what an assurance we have in Jesus. Wonderful. Wonderful. And I see this lady's tears over here. You know why she's crying? It's because the touch of the Holy Spirit is working upon them. And so I do want to ask that when you go back to your seat, would you please fill in that little card and give it in at the information desk afterwards so that one of our pastors can just give you a call during the week and pray for you and ask you if there's anything that we can do to encourage you. Now, I'm going to ask that you make this declaration with me out aloud. And this is the declaration. Awesome, Nathan. Nice to see you up here. This is the declaration. Jesus Christ is the Lord of my life. I'm just going to go back on stage. So I want to ask that we make this declaration, all of us together with the people in front. We're going to declare this. Jesus Christ is the Lord of my life. We're going to say it three times here we go. Jesus Christ is the Lord of my life. Say it a little louder in the front. Jesus Christ is the Lord of my life. One more time. Jesus Christ is the Lord of my life. And I want to say to you, well done, that you have responded. And we just rejoice. This is the day of God's favor. This is the day when salvation is available. This is the day of the favor of the Lord where God's favor and His grace and His favor and blessings profusely abound. And so Lord, we now want to pray for these people. Please extend your hands. Father, we pray for every one of these people and we bless them in their step. For many, it is the first time that they have made a public surrender of their life to Jesus Christ and we bless them in Jesus' name. For those that are rededicating their lives, thank you, Lord, that you will work mightily and restore their lives in Jesus' name but I pray, Lord, that their lives would produce a harvest for the kingdom of God of 30, 60, and even a hundredfold and beyond. And I thank you that the good work that you've started in them, you take responsibility to complete it. And I also thank you, Lord, according to your word, that no one will be able to snatch them out of your hand. They are secure in Jesus' name. Give the Lord praise. Awesome, awesome, awesome. You can go back to your seats. You can go back to your seats. Claudio, would you come up here for a moment, please? Ah. Just for our online people uh, that have responded to that prayer as well, if you live in the area, you can come in during the week and collect one of these books, Welcome into the Family of God. And, um, and so you can do that. Also, if you send an email to our email address info at the full name, choose lifechurch.com. We would happily try to send you an electronic version of this, an ebook of this or a PDF of this book. But uh, so let us know if you prayed this prayer as well. You know what, folks, the biggest miracle of all is a life that is changed from darkness into light. And I just want to thank the Lord. Lord, we thank you for what you've done. Thank you for salvation, the greatest miracle of all. And I thank you that what matters most has taken place here tonight. This is the most important thing next to worshiping you and honoring your name is that people made business right with God. Thank you, Jesus. The love of Jesus is so wonderful. It's so high, it's so wide, it's so deep. You can't get under it, over it, around it. The love of Jesus is so wonderful. Thank you for your love, Lord. Amen. Um, Claudia, share what the Lord laid on your heart, please.
1: Thank you, John. So the Lord gave me a scripture verse in Habakkuk 3.19, and I'm going to read it to you at first and uh, move from there. I lost it. I'm getting to it. <laughs> I'll quote it to you. In there, it speaks about how the Lord gives us feet like hind's feet and how we can balance even on the high heels. In that scripture, as the, as the Lord gave me that scripture, what I felt in my heart is that some people are feeling like they don't know where to turn. They don't know where the next step is. The Lord God is my strength. He will make my feet like deer's feet. He and he will make me walk on my high heels. I felt that there were people who they didn't know where to turn. They didn't know what the next step was. There are these high heels, there are these things you at your wit's end with certain things. You've most people think of this, they think of finances, but there are so many different areas. Uh, as I share this now, I actually feel that it, it's not just finances, but in terms of uh, marriages, there are some where you have internal things that you have not been sharing with your spouse. And internally, you've started to be p- pulling away from your spouse. But the Lord will give you hinds feet to walk together on that hill I feel also to share that there, there are people that as a result of um, pulling away from your, from your loved ones in terms of your, your support network, you feel like you're all alone, but the Lord is with you. So if you feel this way, if there's something that you, you feel I actually don't even know where to turn to, could you please stand? Because we would like to pray for you. If there's something where you're going, I'm not sure how to traverse this mountain pass, how to traverse these, these deep waters, how to traverse where I need to go. Lord, give me guidance. I need, and then please stand. Don't be shy. Don't worry about what the person next to you is going to think. I have another scripture verse for you. This is in Psalm 37 and it's verse 4. your way to the Lord sorry verse 5 trust also in him and he shall bring it to pass we need to understand that the Lord will bring all of those things to pass he will go before you he will watch over you he is the good shepherd he is your father he will give you feet like a deer to overcome these circumstances. Whatever it is, it doesn't matter what it is because He's bigger and He's already there. He's already before you. He's giving you the strength. He'll uphold you with His righteous right hand. What we need to know is that faith is trusting God's character despite what we're experiencing. Faith is knowing that because of who God is, I can trust in Him. Because of who He is, I know that He's got a perfect track record. So I want to pray for, for each one of you. And as you do, please extend your hands out like this in a receiving position. Because when we get to our wit's end and we actually go, Lord, I receive from You. I choose to follow You. I place all of my ideas, all of my plans, all of those things aside. And instead, I choose to follow what You say. When we receive from Him, we can receive the infilling of His Holy Spirit. We can receive the empowerment of the grace of God. So Father, I pray for each person. Thank you, Lord Jesus, that in your strength, in your power, with what you're doing and your plans for each person's life, that you are going to give them feet like hind's feet. That they will traverse those hills. And be sure-footed as a result of your righteous right hand upholding them. Thank you, Father, that each and every one of us can lean on you. And I pray that each person standing will lean on you right now. That as their hands are out, that they are holding on to you, Jesus. And that tonight will mark the turnaround in each one of those situations. So, Father, I pray blessing over each person. I pray, Father God, that your plans for their lives will come into fruition. We cancel any plans of the enemy in each person's life. And we thank you, Father, that you are with them. And I just want to encourage you. He is with you. He is with you. When you look around and you feel like, I don't know, I don't have the strength, He is with you. He will strengthen you. He will uphold you. Take it one step at a time. Don't look for the final plan. Just allow Him to lead you one step at a time. I want to give you just one statement to to remind you of all of this. When God moves, I move. Stay close to Him as He moves. He moves. With him, beautiful. Let's give Claudia a hand.
0: That was very beautiful, very, very apt, I believe, and very relevant to where, where uh, a number of you are at. And it's so wonderful when the Spirit speaks and, and life comes through the Holy Spirit. Now, uh, I'm going to ask uh, Greg to just uh, share a word. I'm just going to release Greg. And, uh, and then we're going to end off with one song, uh, never going to stop singing. And we're going to just have a little fun at the end, praising God. And uh, is it okay if I lead that song? Would you guys mind? Okay. Drummer, are you, you saying no? <laughs> He's kidding. Greg.
2: I just felt a really appropriate way to pretty much end is uh, first the Lord gave me a word and it's firstly for you John and then it's for Choose Life and I believe first you show honor where honor is due and I felt the Lord tell me that that he's saying to you John well done for your obedience for this week Amen And as one of the pastors here, I want to honor you for your obedience. And um, I I know you didn't do it just as a nice thing to do, just something different. You obeyed God when He spoke to you. But I believe in doing that, you didn't even realize how significant it was. And everyone knows that Jude's life has all along been known for restoration. And that there's an anointing of restoration on this church. And so many people have testified of that, that it's a restoration of the past. It's a restoration of that which is broken. And I saw the Lord give a significant key. And the first key was restoration. But I believe from today, God is giving this church and He's giving you, John, a key of refreshing from today. And I believe that that... And I was experiencing the Holy Spirit in such a beautiful way. And I'm sure you'll you'll agree with me. And it's one thing. We've all been to churches and we've all been to conferences where the the person sharing comes in last minute. Comes in just in time to share. And the significance is, obviously, John's not going to do that because he leads this church, so he's here. But it doesn't take away from the significance that not only do we have a leader that leads us in the word, but he leads us in worship. And you referred earlier to the worshipers going before the people. But not only do we have worshipers going before us, but we have our leader going before them as a worshiper. And that is significant. It's one thing to say, okay, worshipers, lead us. And you can tell people and they will do it. And there's beauty in that. But there's a greater significance in the fact that in this week, we've been, been following your leading Into refreshing because you've been right there. And I honor you and Mundry for doing that. I know you do it gladly, but I believe there's significance in that. And I want to prophesy that from today there is a new well of refreshing open in Choose Life Church. And countless testimonies are going to come, and people are even going to joke and say, Where are you going? I'm going to the well. I'm going to the well that is true's life where you will experience the Holy Spirit in a new way and it's also because of the obedience of your Father and His response to the Holy Spirit and you following not in, yes, in His footsteps but not under His shadow. You're unlocking a new refreshing and an anointing through you, not through your Father. Amen.